Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Excellent. I wonder if everyone can hear that hum in the background. I know. We've got the pellet stove on. It's a little chilly. It's the middle of April and we're expecting a spring snowstorm here. I don't think we're going to get any snow. I don't think we will. Other parts of the state will get it like up to six inches, but we might get it dusting, if any. Yeah, but it it was, I mean, you know, it was 50 here today, so it's not like it's... Truly cold, but it was a little nippy. It in was chilly. It was cold. It was rainy. It was dreary. Yeah, it, it was. Bad. It warranted the pellet stove. It's now super, one last time. It's now super hot in here. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's start with our stories on the Disney Parks blog. Disney is helping to save Disney's. Uh, Disney is helping to save the coral reef in Florida. Yes, they are. There is a team of Disney aquatic wildlife experts and conservationists who are working to help stem the spread of stony coral tissue loss disease, which is a disease that has put 22 coral species at at the risk of extinction. Sounds terrible. It does. Um, But they are working uh, with the Florida coastline uh, as part of their backyard, because they, you know, the Disney Cruise Line. They are providing a safe and stable environment for 745 coral specimens and their offspring currently in their care. And one day they're going to be bringing these rescued corals back to the ocean to restore underwater ecosystems. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Advent Health is sponsoring the Healthful Trail at Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. If you get a chance to go to the Flower and Garden Festival, you might want to check out the Advent Health Healthful Trail. Um, it is a immersive experience for guests of all ages, and it consists of three distinct areas. There is the play, the Playful Garden the Mindful Retreat, and the Flavorful Kitchen. Uh, In the play garden, families can have fun together when they experience the new play circles uh, that promote imaginative play. The circles were developed to allow families to enjoy the garden together in a safe and socially distanced manner, which is pretty cool. They're just these, they almost look like targets on the ground where people are are spread out and and, and playing in them. Uh, The Mindful Retreat, provides for a moment of relaxation in a calming space. And then the Flavorful Kitchen is, of course, one of the uh, pop-up kitchens that are part of the uh, part of the festival. Cool. So kudos to Advent Health. They're uh, a, a large partner with Disney now. Yeah, yeah. It seems like everything is Advent Health, Advent Health, right? Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, the virtual 2021 Star Wars Rival Run Weekend is taking place this weekend. That's right. It is another race weekend, uh, and this one is sponsored by OtterBox. Uh, so uh, prepare to run. Um, you know, if you're a runner and you're doing this virtually, of course, you can go in and log into your Disney account your, uh, on the Run Disney website and do all your registration and do all of your race weekend stuff. Uh, you can share your experiences on social media with special uh, tags, hashtags, and then, uh, you know, they even want you to share your videos and they have Giphy stickers uh, for those who compete it, uh, complete it, there is, of course, uh, you know, swag involved in, in terms of uh, medals and whatnot. But uh, it's a race weekend. You know, this would be a weekend where 70,000 extra people are in Orlando. But uh, not this time. Not this time. All right. Oh, no. Wait. Star Wars is actually in Disneyland. Oh. Yeah. So This weekend? The, the race is usually a oh, Disneyland usually. race. Yes. Usually. Okay. Um, a high-definition poster featuring Snow White's Enchanted Wish has been released. That's right. They've, uh, during the COVID break, made some enhancements and changes to the Snow White attraction. It is now Snow White's Enchanted Wish. 
And uh, as they do with most attractions, there are attraction posters, and you can see them when you come in through the train station uh, at the end of Main Street. So Disneyland has released a high-definition version of the new attraction poster. Cool. And it's pretty cool. I mean, it's, it's just nothing more than the... Uh, and the dwarves with Snow White dancing yeah. around, but it's a little bit of art. Okay. And then, let's see, Moana has um, returned to Aulani Resort. That's right. She is sailing back to Hawaii uh, to visit the Aulani Resort once again. Uh, she's been gone during COVID. Um, and, uh, you know, she joins some of the other characters who are there, Mickey Mouse, um, Stitch, and his new friend, Angel. And then Olu Mel, who is the uh, the turtle, who is a friend of Duffy. I like that. So there are some characters there, but uh, Moana is the first face character to return. So uh, she is there. And uh, reservations for Alani are now available through 2022. There is a special discount offer available uh, for stays from August 14th through December 18th of this year, if you are interested. Very good. Uh, in Disneyland, uh, they are recalling more cast members in advance of the April 30th reopening. That's right. According to Workers United Local 50, which uh, appears to be a food service union, uh, they have been posting about new recalls. Um, They have previously recalled 232 food service workers when the dining venues opened, um, you know, in uh, in, in downtown Disney. And when they opened up the uh, section in California Adventure for mm-hmm. dining. Right. Uh, but now that the things are starting to ramp up, Club 33 is calling in 38 positions. Table service restaurants have called in 68 positions. Um, earlier in April, quick service restaurants filled 279 positions. Oh, that's good. So, uh, you know, I'm sure if the food ser- service workers are coming back, we'll be seeing other workers coming back as well. Yeah, you know, um, I keep talking about this Ears for You page um, on Facebook. It's a it's a Facebook group for uh, laid off cast members and people who want to support them. So the laid off cast members uh, post their side hustles, and then supportive, uh, you know, Disney fans try to go in and, and buy things from them. And a lot of the posts on there recently are, um, I will be fulfilling the orders that I already have, but I will not be taking new ones because I've been called back. Oh, that's so. Good. Yeah, good news all around. All right. Um, The park reservations for April 30th and May 1st for both of the ticket types offered are sold out. That's right. Uh, There are two types of tickets for Disneyland. There is a one park per day ticket and a park hopper ticket. Um, Earlier today, the park hopper tickets filled up. It took them about six hours to fill up uh, the park for April 30th. I'm surprised it took that long. And then not long after that, the uh, one park per day ticket access filled up as well. Okay. So, um, you know, people thought that April 30th would go quickly and they thought that, uh, and now I forget the date that um, Avengers Campus is opening in June. Right. Uh, they thought that day would go, but there's still availability for both ticket types. It's tricky because you can't be anything other than a California resident. If that weren't the restriction, I'm sure there'd be a ton of people, especially for Avengers Campus. And by the time Avengers Campus opens, the restriction um, of it only being California residents may be gone. Right. But they, I'm sure, are not letting people who are not California residents book that at this time. Right. So that does make it very tricky. It does. 
Um, so all of these uh, reservations that were being made today caused a bit of an issue with Disney's reservation system. That's right. Many reservation systems from the travel agent portal that I'm familiar with uh, to dining to other Disney experiences, pretty much all of their websites were slow today. Um, one thing Disney, you know, for a multi-billion dollar company, they, they have a very tough time with their website and scaling yeah, it up when they, something big is going to happen. Yeah, their IT department. Not exactly killing it. No. All right. Unless um, there's any IT folks listening and then you're doing a good job. Well, I think that they are probably um, overworked and they don't have enough people you know, doing, doing these projects. Uh, all right. The second level of turret caps are being put on. That's right. We'll shoot across the country over to the Magic Kingdom in Walt Disney World. And uh, as Cheryl mentioned, the second level of uh, turrets on Cinderella Castle have started receiving their decorations. All right. And they also are now putting on some jewels on the castle turrets. That's right. It almost looks like a little oh, necklace on the turret. I've really liked all the additions. But, but you don't not like that one? that one. No. No. Well, maybe that's, that's the only one they're going to do it on. That's gaudy. You're not, uh, not a big fan? No, I mean, it doesn't look as bad farther back, but right. it's unnecessary and it looks bad up close. You know what? It's no cake. I, I know, but they're as they keep adding more and more things to it. It's getting it's, closer it's, to the cake. Exactly. Like, it was nice. It was tasteful. Leave it be now. Uh, let's move over to the Jungle Cruise. Uh, we know they're making some changes there. Uh, they have taken out the rhino pole, and they're also taking some props out of the queue area. That's right, the rhino pole, which is the uh, part of the attraction where the safari is be, is trapped up the pole and the rhino's on the bottom kind of poking, poking that bottom him. guy in his, in his tush. Um, we know that the rhino pole is coming back from the concept art, th art that we've seen, only it's going to be a more diverse group of characters on the rhino pole. So uh, they've taken it away probably to put those new characters on. Uh, so expect that uh, rhino pole to be back. And then a number of props have disappeared from the uh, queue for the Jungle Cruise. Now, that could be because they just put on some green paint uh, to the interior walls there. It used to have a very natural wood finish. Uh, they've opted to go with a green paint change. Um, some of these props might be gone because of this, you know, whole... Storyline change. Storyline yeah. and, and cultural insensitivity and, and whatnot. So... Uh, we'll see what happens as they start to reassemble the queue. All right. Um, they are continuing to install the flooring on the castle stage. I think that is pretty much the whole story. All right. The uh, floor panels have been installed and resurfacing has begun. Okay. Repainting has begun on Dumbo. Yeah. The, you know, if you're a paint salesman in Orlando, <laughs> you just need to stop by Disney and you'll meet your quota. Um, they, uh, they have started repainting Dumbo there. Uh, uh, painting some of the uh, roofs uh, and some of the waiting areas. Uh, what, what would you call like the? That's the line. I don't know what you're talking about. You're not showing me like anything. The, the the big top area. The there's that covered walkway where you wait for the uh, attraction. Yeah, it's a covered. So walkway. It's a covered walkway. Yeah. So they've started painting that, and eventually they will make their way down to Dumbo. So, okay. uh, you know, it's a 50th anniversary. A lot of buildings in the park are going to get touched up between now and then. Right. And we'll tell you about it in excruciating detail. <laughs> Nothing makes a bigger impact for a lower price than a can of paint. That is true. Um, 
Let's see. That's it for the Magic Kingdom. So let's go to Epcot. Uh, more more points of light have been been installed on Spaceship Earth. That's right. About a week ago, they had installed the first 12 point of light fixtures on Spaceship Earth. Um, and now they are up to 28 lights. Well, that's good. So eventually, uh, they w- there will be a ton of lights all over Spaceship Earth. They will be a connected grid, which uh, will turn it into a beacon of magic. Lovely. Yeah. And then that enhancement is actually going to stay past the 50th anniversary. Well, that's good. You know, they're going to take all the turret decorations off. Right. But uh, that will stay. All right. Um, we talked yesterday, not yesterday, the day before yesterday, about the um, photo and pin shop. What is it called? Camera Center and the Pin cam- Traders. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I was close, right? You were. Yeah. Um, that they're going to be closing. Um, and that means that Gateway Gifts is going to be the new stop for pin purchases. That's right. They've put in a whole new section of pins there. Uh, so not only does it include pins, but lanyards, uh, you know, the, the pin sets, uh, and anything that has to do with a pin is now over there. Okay. So uh, that uh, camera center and pin traders are going to be closed for three weeks beginning April, I want to say 19th, maybe the 29th. I, I know there's a nine involved. I wasn't paying that much attention when you said it the other day. Um. In Hollywood Studios news, more availability has been added to the park reservation system. That happened on Wednesday. That is good news because uh, things were like fully booked for Hollywood Studios for all of April, all of May. All of June. All of June, too. The first availability was July 1st. That's Yeah, that's Which nuts. is funny because July 1st leads right up into 4th of July, which is a very popular weekend. Right. Um, and there is availability there. But they have now uh, opened up availability. As of this morning, the only... Unavailability in June was on the 22nd. Animal Kingdom was not available. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if there's like a, maybe there's some kind of a group that's going. Maybe. Interesting. All right. Let's move on to cruise news. Disney Cruise Line has canceled cruises on the Magic through October 9th. They have. We know that they're going to be in the United Kingdom, uh, provided that the United Kingdom can issue guidelines and authorize everything. Um, but, uh, they have gone ahead and canceled three sailings, uh, the first three sailings of, uh, out of New York city for this fall. And they are supposed to be New York to Bermuda. And, uh, there will be no sailings on the magic prior to at least October 9th. All right. And then, um, our other cruise news has to do with some cruise activists. Um, they're seeking to place limits and bans on cruise ships stopping in Juneau, Alaska. That's right. Juneau resident Carla Hart is the co-founder of the Global Cruise Activist Networks uh, Network, and she is uh, trying to get three initiatives on the ballot in Juneau uh, that will place limits and bans on cruise ships. And what they are trying to do is uh, the three initiatives are uh, limiting cruise ships with two hundred or more, two hundred and fifty or more passengers to the hours of seven a.m. to seven p.m. Ban all cruise ships with more than 250 passengers on Saturdays. And ban all cruise ships larger than 100,000 gross tonnage after January 1st, 2026. Uh, So that, uh, you know, that could severely change how cruising happens in Juneau. And some of that doesn't seem at all related to um, COVID. Right. 
that's just, I mean, it yeah. probably. Oh, no, this is not related to COVID yeah. at all. Okay. These are people who think that the cruise ships destroy the natural wonder and beauty of Juno. Which it probably does. But then again, the cruise industry is a tremendous part of the economy. Right. So you can't have it both ways. Right. You know, if you're going to lose the cruise ships, you lose the economic benefit. Right. Uh, now, the good news is that the uh, Disney Cruise Line, which has been visiting Juno since 2011, uh, there, the Wonder, which has been outfitted to do Alaskan cruises, uh, is under 100,000 gross tons, mm-hmm. which is good. And their current schedule, uh, they just visit Juno on Fridays. Okay. So they're not hit by the Saturday. They're the not Saturdays. hit by the gross tonnage. Why, what's the problem with Saturdays? I don't know. Very odd. Yeah. So, I think this might be just a bunch of people who are annoyed that they can't get a reservation at their favorite restaurants on Saturdays. It could be. Um, and in order to get these initiatives on the ballot, uh, they will require 3,000 signatures for each initiative for the next election, which is October 5th, 2021. Okay. Uh, let's go to Disney Plus News. Big Shot, which is starring John Stamos, is going to debut on Friday, which is uh, today when you're listening. That's right. Big Shot is the story of um, a uh, NCAA basketball coach named Marvin Korn who is John Stamos, uh, who loses his job because of his temper. And he is hired by an elite girls' school uh, to become their girls' basketball team coach. And it is his interactions with the team. And, you know, he he learns to become the man he was meant to be. And he mentors these young girls um, and and teaches them about the game and about life. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nothing original. It's nothing groundbreaking. It's your average, you know, it seems like it's your normal sitcom. Uh, I just hope it's written a little better than most Disney uh, sitcoms are. And uh, it will also star Yvette Nicole Brown, who you may know from Community um, as Shirley. Uh, And she is also a Walking Dead super fan. And if you watch The Talking Dead, she's on The Talking Dead all the time. What does that have to do with The Walking Dead? Oh, you're just saying where you would know her from? She's on The Walking Dead, where you would know Yvette Nicole Brown from. Do what... What kind of a part does she play in Big Shot? Do you know? Uh, she plays the uh, school administrator, okay. who is pretty much John Stamos's boss. Gotcha. And how do we know John Stamos? What is he from? Um, the Little Twins movie. The Show. Little Twins movie, yeah, Full House. Thank you. And he's like a super Disney nerd. Yes. So this is right up his alley. We got to see him do the candlelight processional. We did. All right. Um, Bush Gardens in Tampa is going to be opening two live shows next month. That's right. Bush Gardens. Uh, which is owned and uh, run by SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment, um, is bringing back two shows that will uh, begin May 28th, which is the Friday before Memorial Day. And their first show is called Turn It Up, which is an ice skating production. And their second show is called Cirque Electric. Um, the show's theaters will open under pandemic modifications. Uh, of course, there'll be limited capacity. Audience members will be spread out. Exit and enter, entering procedures uh, will be staggered. Face coverings must be worn by all visitors and all performers at all times. Eating and drinking will not be allowed in the theaters. And extensive sanitation of all seats between shows will occur. Um, Turn It Up will be staged multiple times daily, Thursdays through Mondays, at the Moroccan Palace Theater. And Cirque Electric, which is an acrobatic stunt show, will be on the Stanleyville Theater stage and multiple times Fridays through Mondays. So that is good news that shows are starting to return. Yes, I hope they return to Disney very, very soon. All right. All right. Any final words? No, that's it. All right, so have a good weekend, everybody. And until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.